BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Welcome to Geek 5 Live. doing tonight uh this is your pal dane and this is a geek vibes live interview exclusive i'm just sitting at my home um cozy uh hanging out with my uh cat i wish she actually wasn't sitting on me but you know what cats do they're kinds of pains they're they're all a bunch of pains yes but uh i hope you guys are having a good week hope that you guys uh are going to enjoy your thanksgiving maybe a couple days off from your job but we have a, a great show and a great interview for you so let me introduce the interviewer. Uh, today we got Joel. What's up, Dane? How you doing? Doing good. How are so, you doing, sir? So I'm good. I'm very good. I'm excited to do this interview. Who are we interviewing today? Well, actually, we have to give uh, him a couple more minutes, so we'll improvise. Um, I'm sure Patrick is uh, just running a little bit behind, being a very busy actor. But once he calls in, we will uh, start this whole entire shindig. I'll go into my spiel, and we can start the interview. Um, what, what are you doing for Thanksgiving, Joel? Aside from, like, picking out? Is that being specific? Yeah. <laughs> just, um, just, just humor me. Humor you. Uh, yeah, I mean, aside from, like, completely stuffing my face, I guess I'm catching up on some old television shows, trying wow. to, you know, get up to date, you know? Uh, maybe catch a movie. Um, you were saying? Well, no, I need to catch up on Legends tomorrow. I was just going to mention that. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. I'm trying to catch that tonight, yeah. so we'll see what happens with that. Yeah. So much TV, dude. No ambition to catch up with Supergirl. I don't know why. But uh, I'm caught up. I'm caught up. It's in. okay. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that um, – I think I think Patrick might be here. So you guys are probably like, right. who's Patrick? So let me introduce our guests. Our guest is a brilliant character actor, best known for his roles as Jimmy Barrett on the drama series Mad Men, uh, Dharma and Initiative worker Phil on sci-fi series Lost, Detective Kenny, No Gun on the police drama Southland. He has had more than 60 films and television credits to date. Films including Mulholland Drive, Ghost World, Old School, The Black Dahlia, and Dinner for Schmucks, just to name a few. He portrayed real-life gangster Mickey Cohen in the 2011 video game L.A. Noir and can soon be seen as the character Smoothie in the television show Happy. Ladies and gentlemen, 
of Geek Vibes Nation, please give it up for the amazing Patrick Fischler. Take it away, Joel. Wow, that that was uh, that was quite a welcome. Thank you. <laughs> well, it was nice to have you, uh, Patrick. Uh, you have quite uh, a long list of accolades. <laughs> uh, thank you. Uh, no problem. Um, I wanted to get into Happy though, because that seems a very like a very interesting show, and I, I'm curious to know more about it. Um, so, what can you tell me about? Can you how do you describe Happy? Uh, if for anyone that doesn't have like any idea what's going on there. Well, uh, the best way to describe Happy is it is probably the most insane television show you've ever seen. Um, <laughs> and, and I actually really mean that. It is, um, it is so incredibly over-the-top, crazy, unlike anything that's ever been on TV, which is hard to do now that we have 180 TV stations. But um, it's, and it, it's based on a graphic novel by Grant Morrison that is brilliant. And Brian Taylor, who directed the Crank movies, uh, created the show and uh, is directing the majority of them. And it is a roller coaster ride that I am really excited for everybody to see. Well, it looks like a roller coaster ride, just based on the trailer itself. It just it just looks absolutely insane. Um, it, it really it really of, is. It, it really I, I can imagine. <laughs> what type of character do you play in the show? Uh, his name is Smoothie. Uh, he works for Mr. Blue, who is the local, the mob king. And Smoothie is a doctor, a professional, uh, uh, who is basically tortures people for Blue to get information from them. And he loves what he does, and he's really good at it. <laughs> is, it is it similar to any other roles you've had in the past? No. <laughs> I mean, not even no. I mean, look, I've played I've played a lot of bad guys before, and I've played a lot of weird dudes before. But this guy mm-hmm. is, is his own thing, and all I can tell you is I can build this up as much as I can. But by the time everybody finishes the season, this dude is just a complete trip. He was a joy to play, but he is crazy with a capital C and a capital R. <laughs> so what, like? What drew you to the character? Like, what, like, what made you kind of want to get into this role? Like, what did you do to get in character for movies? Well, what drew me to it was um, the graphic novel is pretty crazy and pretty great. Uh, but and the fact that Chris Maloney was playing the lead, and I've always really loved him. Um, so right away, I was I was interested, and I read the script, and I said yes because I thought, oh, this is going to be fun, and it takes you places you don't expect to go. Um, and honestly, to get into the character when we were doing it, I, I, I don't really get into, I don't know. I'm so I, I, we can say role, they can say role and I'll just be right in it and then we'll cut and I'll be laughing and talking to people. And, but I, I you know, his costumes, um, I had the costume designers make them uh, a little bit small. So the suit I wear is very tight um, because he is, I think, very uh, tightly wound. And so that helped a little bit. That makes sense. That's a, yeah. I was going to just ask you, like, what, what insp- did you take any specific inspirations for this character? Like, did you get into the mind of something else for this to work for some movie? Yeah, I mean, like I said, I'm, I'm pretty, with most jobs I play, I just kind of just get into it. But it, the costume gotcha. is a big thing usually for me. And, and with this, that was fun to have them make everything just a little bit smaller so everything felt snug. Mm-hmm. 
uh, which, you know, gotcha. wasn't so great after I went out eating for a week in New York. I was like, oh, <laughs> shoot, why did I do that? But, um, but it was okay. Is that where you guys filmed in New York? Yeah, we shot in New York. So uh, I actually just got back like two weeks ago. We shot for about three months in the city. Oh, nice. Okay, good. Nice yeah, city it's, to do it's, it. a real, it's, it's a real New York story. And, um, you know, what I love about Sci-Fi, who is doing the show, they didn't shoot us in Toronto, mm-hmm. you know, to be New York. They actually shot in New York, and it shows in the show, which is great. I appreciate that, and then more shows should do that. And I know they do it for budgeting reasons, but yeah, you're right. If it has a New York feel, it should be filmed in New York, no matter the expense. You mean, but yeah, I yeah. Not to knock, I, I've done many a show in Toronto that's supposed to be New York, and it just doesn't feel like New York. But this <laughs> certainly feels like, like New York. Yeah, I bet Toronto's a beautiful place, and I'd love to visit one day. But uh, yeah, you're right. It's not New York. <laughs> it's, so it's you mentioned. Yeah, I can imagine. I, I've, I've always wanted to visit Toronto, so I could like I'll take your word for it. <laughs> How was it working? You mentioned Christopher Maloney. How was it working with Christopher Maloney? Oh God, I could just you know sort of do the game we play he and I, which is that he's the worst and he's terrible, and because that's the jokes we play with each other. But you know, cutting to the core, he's he's awesome. He is an incredibly talented actor, a super nice guy, and honestly so much fun to play off of and you'll see in the first episode he and i have a lot of fun together uh and he is really incredibly funny and incredibly tough and he can do all of it i mean this this is for him it's all the best things he does it's like wet hot american summer with you know law and order svu and oz all combined uh truly he you know he's so incredibly talented and we had a blast well, he, he obviously is a very versatile actor, and this—I mean, just based, I'm just basing it off the trailer, but he looks like he's having a lot of fun in the role. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. this show, this show looks crazy. <laughs> I think he got—I um, think he got the part that let him kind of combine everything he does really well, and I think people are going to be kind of blown away by him. I really, I really do. Well, I'm definitely looking forward to that. I mean, I, like sure. honestly. Um, just to move away a little bit from Happy, um, although people undoubtedly re- recognize you from any one of your many roles in the likes of like Castle or Burn Notice, even Twister, um, but your probably most recognizable role is probably maybe Jimmy Barrett and Mad Men. Um, what did you like most about that role specifically? Uh, I mean, the writing on that show was incredible, and I was a big fan of it before I got the part. So that's always fun when you get cast on a show that you love. It's really fun to jump in, but the writing is, inc- is just great. And I, I look, I, Jimmy Barrett, he was kind of, you know, he's kind of a dick. And I, uh, I, I like playing guys that are complicated and he was incredibly complicated. And a lot of people just say, Oh, he was the worst. He was like, you know, and I, I think he had many layers and that's what I look for in a part is not just sort of one thing. Um, and Jimmy Barrett really answered that. And to do that time period, I mean, are you kidding? It was a, a joy. It was so much fun. And the actors are great. I mean, like I said, really, when I get to be part of a show I love, because I watch a lot of TV. I have my whole mm-hmm. life. I grew up in front of a TV, and I, I still watch. My wife and I are, watch way too much, and, uh, and I watch even more without her. So um, when I get cast on shows that I watch, that is incredibly exciting. That has to be awesome because it's like the casting on a show that you love. That's even better, I can imagine. Oh yeah. Um, 
what what all right, so what did you think Jimmy Barrett himself brought to Mad Men? Like what what new element did you, you think he brought to the to the to the team? Well, I mean, he was the first guy to tell off Don Draper. He was the first person, you know, because it was second season, because first season, you know, Don sort of ruled the roost and everybody let Don get away with murder. And Jimmy was the first one when I called him garbage. I mean, no one had done that before. So I think that was number one is I got to sort of call Don Draper on his, you know, on his stuff. And the second was kind of, you know, I keyed um, Betty into their, into him having an affair sort of in her realizing that the guy she's married to isn't who she thinks he is. So I kind of mm-hmm. started the end of their marriage. Um, so I think he brought, he brought a lot. And then, you know, and then on top of that, just on the side, he was, it was funny. Cause at that point, you know, mm-hmm. a lot of, as the show went on, it got even funnier and funnier, but that first season was super dry and serious. And I think Jimmy was a real shock to the system when he arrived. I agree. I'm going to have to agree with that. Um, we're going to turn to Lost and Southern for a second. Uh, you were at one point filming both of those at the same time, I believe. How would you yeah. describe the experience of bouncing between Hawaii and Los Angeles and filming in two fairly disparate shows? It, it was wonderful and, and a little bit awful. And um, I've talked about this, but my wife was pregnant at the time. And so that oh. was weird and that was challenging. But uh, overall, it was great. I mean, as actors, you know, to, it's great. To get a great job is hard enough, but to get two of them, and once again, Lost was a show I was obsessed with, and Southland was a new show that I got cast on and thought, this is pretty amazing for network television, because don't forget, it started on NBC, and then the the two years it was on NBC is when I did it, because then when it moved to TNT, they had budget cuts, and so a couple of us went to the sidelines, but doing them at the same time was pretty incredible. You know, I mean, I fly back and forth, and... I'd be in New York and in the Dharma jumpsuit, which was surreal enough. And then, you know, come back and throw on a gun and, you know, sort of be an LA cop. And uh, it was, it was a joy. And both those shows I I can't speak highly enough of, I mean, you know, to get lost on that beach, you know, no pun intended, but it was, uh, (laughs) it was, it was amazing. I am so glad I was able to do that because through the years that I was watching the show, I was like, I got to get on this show at some, at some point. And Carlton, who, you know, um, created it sort of at the beginning and was the showrunner. Um, he worked on Nash Bridges, which was sort of my first big TV job in the 90s. And um, I remember that. so I knew him, and that was exciting to just kind of get to uh, be with him again and, you know, say hi, and it was awesome. That is awesome. Um, what do you miss most, if anything, uh, about working on Lost or uh, Southland or both? Um really to be honest and that doesn't take anything away from them but I, I kind of just move on to the next thing I, I mean I, I Hawaii was lovely for a while I have no interest in um, it kind of ruined Hawaii for me because it was a long <laughs> time to be there it was a long time I, I don't um, uh, I don't need to go back uh, and um, Southland you know was great and I had such a blast but no it's so funny I don't I'm big on kind of moving on and, and then I'm on the next thing and um I miss it right afterwards, but not, not this much longer. I mean, later. That makes sense. And that, that kind of goes into my next question. Uh, if there was ever a reunion for any of those shows, would you be interested in participating? Well, sure, but it wouldn't make any sense for the most part because lost of what I did was in the 70s and, you know, it was the, the flashback right. year. So that wouldn't really work. And Southland-wise, 
because I wasn't part of those later years, which is when the show really took off. Uh, once again, right. I don't think I'd be, you know, a part of either of those. But, you know, hey, if they called, I'd do anything. Well, that's good to know. Good to know. Hey, well, everyone, yeah. anybody listening? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, right. So what has been your all-time favorite show to work on and why? Hmm. Good question. Uh, my all-time <laughs> favorite. I mean, you know, we just talked about it, but Mad Men really was – it feels unfair to even compare. It feels unfair to compare anything to it because of the show it was and the part I got to play, and uh, that really has been, I mean, so high up there for me. But I've had so many great jobs I've loved. I, I loved, uh, you know, I did a couple of episodes of Shameless, and just working with Bill Macy him. was, yeah, uh, right. working with Bill Macy was incredible, and I got to just play a very different character, even though it was a little weird. It was very emotional, and um, uh, mm-hmm. and doing. Um, uh, Californication was a complete blast because we'd work, they'd shoot like eight hour days, which in our business is really nothing. Cause we work, you know, a lot of the shows I do, it's 14, 16 hour days and Californication. Wow. Was sometimes half of that. So we would, that was just, and I love to He's a, he's a, also a great guy. And so that was really fun. So picking the favorite, it always just falls to Mad Men, but I'd say at this point, happy is the, is the uh, greatest TV job I've been lucky enough to do wow okay happy gets the mind i'm building it up there (laughs) do you do any research prior to getting uh, into the mindset of the characters or do you just go into i know you kind of touched on that earlier but do you do any specific Um, research or you just kind of wing it (laughs) no you know it really depends on the part um but like you know so sort of I'd say for uh, Mad Men was a great example. I did research in the time period and comedians, the time period, and I didn't want to copy anybody, but I kind of watched a little bit of, you know, um, there's a guy, Joey Bishop, who's part of the Rat Pack, who's sort of an insult comic, but also very charming. And so I kind of watched some of his stuff. So I thought that would just, you know, help a little bit. Um, But for the most part, most of the jobs I do, I don't need to do a lot of research on. Uh, If I ever get something that I need to, if I'm playing obviously a real person, I'll do research on him. Um, or if I'm playing, you know, sort of doing a profession that I'd need to do it on screen, I'll, you know, kind of like get trained in a little bit in that sort of with Southland, we went and did a a cop day, you know, I didn't do some intensive, but I did a one day kind of thing. Um, but otherwise, no, I just, I kind of wing it, honestly, hopefully it's working. I don't, I don't hate it. That's not a bad thing to do. I mean, if it works for you, it works for you, right? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, what type of medium do you prefer uh, to work in between like TV, movies, and video games? Even though I know you did some video games, so I'm just curious, like what should be if you had a preference? Um, not to take anything away from video games, but I don't love it. Uh, it's very, it's just, <laughs> it's the time-consuming and wearing those, you know, sort of latex suits and all that. It's all, it's challenging. Um, but gotcha. I got to tell you, I love movies and TV. Like I said, I'm a huge fanatic of both. Like I'm, a, I'm an uber geek. And I think nothing, nothing will ever replace movies, even though no one goes to the movies anymore. I still go all of the time and we get screeners for, we get screeners for like um, sort of the Oscar movies. Like I'm getting a bunch of screeners right now, the pile of them, but I'm not watching half of them at home. Cause I feel like, you know what? I want to watch them on a big screen, even though, you know, a lot of the movies don't need to, it's not like Thor Ragnarok or anything, but I have a pile here that right. I keep telling my wife, like, we're going to wait, we're going to go, you know, see it in the theater. And um, I, on the other side of it, though, TV has never been better, ever. I mean, 
you get to tell a story in a way that you used to not be able to. So I'm really, really loving television right now. And um, I'm sort of creating my own stuff and I'm much more interested right now in, in doing stuff for TV than I am for film, but it doesn't take anything away from movies. I love it, but TV is just wonderful right now. No, I glad I'm I'm in the same boat. I love both mediums, especially television and movies. But I definitely I love the movie theater. So like I love the be it's just the being at the theater is just an experience. So I don't like, oh, like staying home and watching yeah. movie all the time. Yeah, you can't it, it is, right? I mean, really even though and it can be annoying, trust me. I'm I'm one of those people like I hate but you now you know, sort of just I hate when people are on their phones or pe- like it drives yeah. me crazy. Yep. I just I I'm like respect the room you're in. Um but <laughs> yeah. You know, whatever. No, I'm t- I totally agree. With you. It's just it's just something. It's different. It's not home. It's different. I get it. Yeah. So it's been a few years. I know you just kind of talked about it. It's been a few years since you did a video game movie, uh, video game role. Would you go back and do another one if they asked? Yeah, it depends. I'm not just going to do anyone. I, I, I really did right. that one because of who I got to play and because of what it was. And I knew, like, oh, this is going to be pretty awesome. Um. So that was very specific. I don't do a lot of video games. I don't, it's not something I have sort of the time and, you know, and the other thing is these got these video game companies, they make more money than any movies or TV. And we as actors on video games get paid nothing. So that's our little uh, secret that now is out there. But I mean, everybody knows that. And I'm sure no, I know. it's why, it's why <laughs> there's not a lot of big stars doing video games. It really, those, you need, you don't, you don't need it um, to have a big star in a video game, but I, I had a blast True. doing that one, though. L.A. Noir was really fun. Uh, and the guys who made that game really took care. Like, they really took care of what they were doing. So, you know, I really did have a good time, but I don't. it's nothing I'm running after to do. I get it. I get it. No problem. Yeah. 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 Um, um, are you interested in doing more directing or writing in the future instead of acting? Yeah. I mean, I'll never stop acting, but I'm... I, I produced a movie that I co-wrote and starred in that actually Lifetime bought and it aired actually last Thanksgiving and now it's on Amazon and it's called Her Last Will. It's kind of a, okay. a salute to Hitchcock movies. Um, it's a nice. thriller. It's a sort of fun, have it with a bottle of wine kind of movie. Um, gotcha. And so I'm super into starting to get that and I'm, de- I'm developing stuff that I'm hoping next year uh, actually happens that looks close to it that I don't, uh, I'll talk nice. about it at a later date and hopefully you'll read about okay. it and then be like, Oh, that's what he meant. So definitely ah. I'd say producing is what I like. I, I feel like I've been doing this long enough. And like I said, I've been watching TV and movies long enough that I'm good mm-hmm. at um, ideas and I'm good at uh, helping things uh, get to where they need to be. So yeah. Got you. All right, that makes sense. I I agree with that. Producing seems like a fun job. I'd love, I'd love to be a producer. Um, totally, it really is. It's also you know incredibly challenging because when it doesn't go right, you're like oh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, a lot of responsibility. <laughs> yeah. Um, what is your favorite genre to work in, and why? Um, mm, good question. I'd say honestly, it's so frustrating to give this answer, but I, I love all of it. Cause I love if it's comedy. I love, I've done a couple of horror movies. Yeah. I've loved okay. doing that. I love drama. Nothing beats sort of just strict drama that can make pull your heartstrings or sort of, you know, make you feel something. I I'm really big mm-hmm. on 
on all of it. And I like mixing it and, you know, not to go back to happy and I'm not doing this as a plug, but really happy <laughs> has all of those. It has all those elements. Cause it's really funny. It's really, uh, uh, dramatic. The action is insane and it's scary, you know, a little bit. Um, so okay. I like when stuff mixes, when stuff mixes genres, it's pretty exciting. Um, dude, honestly, I, I like so much, but there's nothing I don't like. It's like music. I mean, I like all types of music except maybe country, but, um, hey. but I can, yeah, me neither. yeah, so <laughs> yeah, see, so I can do everything. I can do it all in a way that makes me, I feel good about. Yeah. Yeah. You, you just hit my, my heartstrings. Yeah. I'm the same way. I, mean, I love all types of movies. Like I don't, I wouldn't be specific and I, I don't know how the acting part of it, but in terms of watching, I love watching all types of movies. I'm very open-minded when it comes to that. Totally. I, exactly. Um, That's the same thing. So for acting, it's the same. Like, I love to go to horror movies. I love to go to comedies. I love dramas. I love superhero movies. I mean, I really like all of it. And so, nice. I, you know, acting in it, it's a joy for to act in all of it. You mentioned superhero movies. Would you love, like, would you like to be in a superhero movie? Like, if you had to Hell pick yeah. one? Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. And the joke is, I think a lot of them are terrible. And I and I think there's too many of them. Um, I mean, there, there just is. It's gotten, it's so saturated, and now I don't go to all of them. But when you got a movie like Thor Ragnarok, hell yeah, throw me in that in two seconds. I'd I, I do right. anything in that movie. Good to know. Good to know. Anybody yeah. listening, he's interested in a superhero yeah, role, get him exactly. in Exactly. If it's, if it's, especially if it's like Thor Ragnarok. Like, I, I thought that movie was great. Yeah. It was. It was fantastic and very, very funny movie. Yeah. All right, so... Mike, we're going to do a little call back to Happy. Um, finally, okay. if you had a pet winged horse, what would you name him or her? <laughs> I'm big on um, naming our dogs. Like, we had a dog named uh, Donna. I like to give them just people names. So I'm going to go with, I'd name him Bob. Really? Okay. Bob the winged yep. horse. I like uh, Bob, unicorn. Bob. I think Bob, and that's not a that's not a throwback to Twin Peaks at all. But um, probably <laughs> I would probably name him. I'd name him Bob. I really like. Also, my daughter calls everything Bob. Any imaginary anything, you know. Really? Like she called our well. She called our turkey for Thanksgiving that we bought Bob. I mean, she called. So okay. I kind of was like, oh, I'm that's gonna funny. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Bob for that answer. That's <laughs> pretty funny. That's pretty cool. Um, well. Patrick, I wanted to thank you greatly for your time. Uh, I want to say good luck on everything going forward. Did you want to plug you, anything um, before we wrap this up? I, 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 I'm good. I, we did it. You did it? No more happy stuff? You got it. You got all your happy plugs up? I, I mean, I, we talked. Listen, I, I, I can't recommend it. Enough, <laughs> and I got to be honest. I got to be honest with you. I don't do this. This isn't something I do a lot like. I've done a lot of publicity for a lot of shows and I'm fine about them or I'm good about them, but happy is its own thing. And I I think even if someone hates it, they're going to hate it in a strong way because it, it they'll respect hate it because it's pretty freaking great. So I would just tell everyone, give it a shot, go watch it. And I think everyone's for the most part going to have a really, really fun ride. Well, you sold me. So I'm definitely going to be watching to check it out. It does look insanely trippy. But I am excited, cool. and I want to say one more time, thank you, Patrick. I want to, I'm going to pass it on right. to Dane to close it out. Dane, are you there? No, actually, I'm in space now, uh, Joel. But Oh, nice. Uh, no, there I'm just kidding. <laughs> Sorry. Hey, Patrick, um, thank you so much for being a part of the show. Uh, 
That was a great interview. Uh, we know that you're an extremely busy man. You probably got 16 things in the pipe. So if we could, uh, could you do a drop for us? Of course. So if you just want to say your name, uh, if you whatever you want to plug along with it, and then thank you for listening to Geek Vibes Live, that would be okay. Great. Perfect. Okay, perfect. Uh, awesome. You ready? Yes, sir. Hey, this is Patrick Fischler from Happy. Thank you for listening to Geek Vibes Live. Perfect. All right, thank you so much, perfect. Patrick. And the, after the the show's been out for a little while, uh, maybe after the first season, we'd love you to come back so we can talk more about it. You got it. Absolutely. All right, great. Well, that con- that concludes our interview uh, with Patrick Fischler. It was a great interview. Uh, Joel did an amazing job uh, asking the hard-hitting thank, questions. Thank you. Uh, for Thank all you, of you guys. Yeah, seriously, Joel, you did a great job. That was an awesome interview. I appreciate and we'll, we'll have I many, appreciate it. No problem. Uh, and we'll have more, many more of them in the future. And you guys, enjoy your Thanksgiving. Remember, we don't have a Wrestling Geeks Alliance. I'm pretty sure you guys don't have your show, or do you guys have your show tomorrow? Uh, I think we're having a special show on Saturday. I don't think I'll be there, but uh, Jawan and Nick will be there. Okay, so you guys heard it. Full Court Press is not tomorrow. Uh, Wrestling Geeks Alliance, not Thursday. We actually did a wrap-up of Survivor Series on Facebook, Facebook Live yesterday. So just look down at our page and you can find it. Uh, no show this Sunday. We got the weekend off. But uh, we'll probably do a video uh, with two of us at some point uh, talking about Punisher in the next couple of days. But main thing is you guys enjoy your family and have a good Thanksgiving. All right. So, um, you know, just have a good one. I had an ending and it kind of just blew up in my head. I was on a roll, too. This sucks. <laughs> Either way, you guys have a good one. Here's some words from a good friend of mine that played a bald villain at one point. Hey, this is Michael Rosenbaum, uh, Lex Luthor from Smallville, The Flash, and the Justice League, and you're listening to Geek Vibes Live. Have a good one. Happy Thanksgiving. Go! Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.